Welcome to Caritas Christi, a real and raw podcast with real women and real faith, where we apply the feminine genius to look at the current events of this world, our faith lives, and other things that are relevant to young Catholic women today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thursday. Hello, everyone. This is Hannah. And this is Mary, and this is Caritas Christi. Let's begin with a prayer. In nomine Patri, Filio, Spiritui Sancto. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tua moribus, benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pronus peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Today's inspiration comes from um, today's um, first reading, um, which is Second Corinthians um, chapter 9, verses 6, 6 through 10. When it goes... Brothers and sisters, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each must do as already determined without sadness or compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Moreover, God is able to make every grace abundant for you, so that in all things, always having all you need, you may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, He scatters abroad, He gives to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. The one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Um, I think this just, um, I, I heard a really convincing homily today of just, um, I mean, you really get in life what you put out, what you get out of life what you put into it. Um. And I don't know, for myself, I was a little, I felt a little on the empty yesterday, I guess, in a way. I was really tired, but I was just reminded of the beauty of just living a full life, um, and it just reinvigorated me this morning. Um, and I also, I think it's very comforting where it says, God is able to make every grace abundant for you, so that in all things, always having you, you always having all you need, you may have an abundance for every good work. Um so that's always just a good reminder um, that we're not alone in serving the Lord. <laughs> He's right there with us. So I don't know. What do you think, Hannah? I like that. I wasn't able to go to Mass this morning, sadly. Uh, actually, I don't know that we have anybody to celebrate Mass at my school, but that's, uh, I guess that's besides the point. Uh, the point maybe being to pray for the soul of our priest who recently passed away and at my school. So because my school and parish community has been somewhat rocked by that but yeah i think that's a nice section of readings that sometimes goes ignored and it's like well you you gotta get out what you put in and it's kind of like when i'm uh setting up my classroom i'm putting in a lot of time and a lot of energy and the kids are going to really enjoy seeing it soon so that will be fun i think it's it's good to um do work without expecting, you know, pay or, or affirmation in return. But I don't know. I always also think there's scripture of like, you will know they're, they're like, you will, you will know them by their fruits. And so I just think it's nice to know that you're, when you're getting good fruits, you're, you're going the right direction. It's kind of like, okay, this is, this, this work is, I don't know. I think, um, meaningless work is not what we're made for. Um, so, um, anyways, so, um, what are we, uh, what are we having today, Hannah? You're kind of empty-handed. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got water today, because <sighs> since I'm going back to school soon, I have a serious issue with staying hydrated, so, yeah, water, and I'm not spoiling my dinner for later, so I'm, I'm actually having goulash later. I made a nice big pot of that, which is, like, American goulash, so it's like macaroni and tomatoes and green peppers and fake cheese because I can't eat the real stuff. And yeah, it's really good. Mm. Yeah, I guess I'm out going out later, but I was working. I had double houses today, so um, I have a power um, sports drink. It's um, body armor, um, and I have the orange mango flavor, and it's a pure hydration um, I don't know if it's superior, but it definitely really helps, <laughs> especially it's really muggy right here. So, you know, I feel like I didn't clean too much today, but it's like, I feel like I'm dragging. And I also have, um, some butterscotch cookies, 
with me from, I actually, one of my clients gave me a whole bunch of cookies. So, um, yeah, apparently when you clean houses, I don't know if any other people that are like plumbers or whatnot, um, I don't know if they get this experience, but I often leave homes with food in my, I've, I've left homes with, um, deer meat, eggs, not all at the same house. Um, I have coffee, um, potatoes. Um, yeah, if, if I could, if, if, if we went to, if, if money, you know, continues to lose value and we go to a bartering system, you know, I don't know, maybe people should start cleaning homes. <laughs> I'd like to, you know, maybe if you all could email in stories. Um, so yeah, anyways, God provides and it's really cool when you, you know, to serve. I, I mean, I think the same thing for you, you know. When, oh, yeah. when you're working with the kids, like you, you get a lot of returns and things that you don't expect, but it, it really helps. I mean, I have, I haven't had to buy decaf coffee in a while. So, so, um, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so I've been, I've had a good supply. So anyways, God does provide. Alrighty. So with that, we'll step, we'll, uh, get into our current events. Woo-hoo. <laughs> all right welcome we're talking about current events and as always there's plenty to talk about uh some of it good and some of it not so good so first thing in patriotic news we have uh team usa we beat china in the medal count and as well as uh taking the top spot for gold medals. So we beat them in overall medals and in the amount of gold medals that we won. So, haha, China, you lose again. Although, I mean, they're not really scared of us right now because we've got a dementia patient <laughs> leading the country. So, but that, you know, it's a positive. Although nobody watched the Olympics, but that's some something else entirely. And then I told Mary something that she didn't even know about earlier today, which was our second current events. Oh, we don't want to talk more about the Olympics first. Do we? Um, what is there more to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess my, from my perspective, yeah. Because I, I, maybe that's why people aren't as interested is because we always are winning at the Olympics, I feel like. I mean, I feel like it's nice to ha- have top China. I feel like that's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, I don't know. I just feel like, do we really need to... Sh- I don't know. I am proud of my nation, so that's really good. Um, I know that we get... we get there, There's a lot... We're not as great in the Winter Olympics. Mm-mm. So I did see in that article that you pulled up that um, in large part we won because of team events. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not just individual... Um, I don't know. I think the real reason that a lot of people tuned out is because of the insane Mm wokeism going into the Olympics because we had, oh, here's a man who wants to compete uh, in weightlifting, but Mm -hmm. he's calling himself a woman, so he'll compete as a woman. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the, the, the whole U.S. women's soccer team that's a bunch of SJW gross people like sometimes i mean sjw has a gross connotation now but it could be like it could be something good but they're they're not the good kind so mm-hmm. i i think between between those things and like some other stuff too like they weren't allowing spectators which takes a lot away from the like excitement and mm-hmm. just how cool everything is like i mean they did the opening and closing ceremonies for who really like mm-hmm. it's like uh there's no one here mm-hmm. yeah i think i think the only sport and i don't even know if this was even a part of um the olympics was um i guess it's not but um ufc and mma is the only one that this only sports that has not been touched by wokeness because mm-hmm. i mean you got the nba nfl mlb they're all all <laughs> all woke mm-hmm. so yeah um dana just doesn't care so it's great yeah i don't know i guess it's great that we won the olympics and we beat beat china um i don't know i always feel like being more of like an underdog kind of is more exciting than like being like the big big you know big muscle guy 
but you know. Well, but when we're talking about world powers, we want to be the big muscle guy, though. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, good point. Yeah, we don't want to be point. the underdog. Or... Well, but then the people, I mean, okay, playing the devil's advocate, what about the people that are like, oh, well, you know, we were colonist and colonialist and um, I don't know. Colonizers? Yeah, colonizers and taking over the world. We? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, not America. We were colonized. <laughs> but didn't we go out and colonize other... Uh, no, that would be Britain, mostly. Oh. Yeah. Mm, you want to talk about colonizers? That would, well, okay, well, Brits. what about Puerto and Rico and Alaska? Like a terri- that's a territory. Like, Hawaii. Yeah, but they weren't colonies. We made them states. And like, Oh, true. Puerto Rico is like a U.S. territory. And it's like, it's under jurisdiction, but it's not. But it is. It's really weird. Okay. So... All right, well, I apparently got my history mixed up there, so. <laughs> Y'all are probably like, what? That's why I have Hannah here. She verifies my details. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, okay, well, uh, before gotcha. we further digress from, you know, anyway. So, USA is awesome. So, one of these days and maybe we'll get a, uh, one of these days maybe we'll get a president to match that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so, what, yeah, tell me the thing. <laughs> the thing that I didn't know. Yeah. So this this is pretty. Yeah, this is news as of today. So very very recent. Uh, Governor Cuomo is officially going to resign. He gave he gave his two weeks notice basically as governor of New York, um, which isn't because it's not because he killed everybody's grandma. It's because he. Uh, has a bunch of sexual harassment allegations against him. So there's a lemon, there's eleven women, and they were like they were getting ready to file like an impeachment case, but before they could do that, he resigned, which is sus, <laughs> very sus. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of ridiculous that what took him what took him to resign was not his awful covid response that like literally killed people um pretty much on purpose but it took you know oh now we don't care about you know the bumbling covid response the worst like you know new york is number two in deaths overall now as at the time of recording so (laughs) him like screwing that up and like killing a bunch of his people didn't like didn't matter but now but now that i don't know but then you know like joe biden's joe biden's a sexual assault accusation didn't matter so i guess they just decided that cuomo's not useful anymore and they're just gonna get rid of him they're just gonna be like all right we're gonna take him down we'll replace somebody else because we don't have a use for him anymore that's that's my skeptical take on it Oh, so this wasn't Governor Cuomo doing it. He's being influenced well, to do it. Well, he's probably being influenced to do it and saying they're they're like, listen, we're gonna ruin you're you're ruined. You might as well step down now. Mm. But why did it all like the yeah. timing is all very interesting. Yeah, true, true. It's like they're kind of distracting us from something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and also like I'm also remembering even before COVID, there was. He was, along with the governor of Virginia, he was one of the ones who made the most progressive um, abortion law, right? In New oh, York? yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I, always, I already had a distaste for him. And then COVID happened, and he was I like... I had a distaste put, for the entire state of New York. Well, like, and didn't, and, didn't the man win a, um, like an, um, something from Hollywood? What was that? Oh, like a freaking... <laughs> One of those stupid awards. Because he was like, he, oh, he. I think it was an Emmy. Yeah, it was an Emmy for. Because he w- <laughs> For existing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I think it would have been more appropriate if his brother had, because his brother's actually like on TV, so he's actually. <laughs> I don't know. He sucks too. <laughs> They're apparently, oh, but actually, you know, amazingly, CNN isn't covering. Um, He's not even talking about what's happening with his brother, so. Or, is it, it's shot. his brother, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to call him his dad, but. <laughs> they're, they're both. Oh, I just feel like Cuomo just gives me, like, when I look at the man, I'm like. You. Yeah, pretty much. 
Like, I mean, look at his face. Ew. Yeah, he doesn't look happy either. He never looks happy. I feel like most people on the left and who are obviously, like, I'm just going to say it straight out, like, living in sin. Mm-hmm. This is, like, the example. I mean, I feel like there's some people that are confused. You're a bitter, crusty-looking, nasty person. And, well, <laughs> so he's from New York, obviously, and he's Italian. I wonder if he's Italian. Well, he's, that was his excuse for all the um, the allegations of sexual harassment. It was like, oh, I'm Italian. And I was like, dude, Well, what? is he, and is he actually, is he Catholic too? No. Well, was he he's raised not? Catholic? I don't know. Catholic by That's, culture? Yeah, cultural Catholic, cafeteria Catholic. Yeah. Excommunicated Catholic. Yeah, should be. Well, he is. Oh, he is? Oh, yeah. You auto- you're automatically excommunicated. For if what? You- for being a pro-abortion politician. Oh, right. But so then why are the bishops having to have a whole discussion about because, communion and stuff? Because people are stupid. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they drag their feet on that and then they're quick to act when the... Yeah. Anyway, so you don't need to go down that uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> not salty. Yeah. Well, it is interesting, the timing on things. So, But I didn't realize he's been governor since 2011. Ew. Yeah. So it's a lot longer time but you know it's interesting because he's you know he just resigned and then you have the governor of california who's being recalled so and all these states are losing people Mm -hmm. so nothing's going well in these states Mm -mm. (laughs) i apologize to everyone who's living in them yeah just get out it's it's hard though because i okay so new york is a beautiful like if you go up to like the finger lakes i've never new york yeah i've never even been there so that's beautiful but i've heard of that and then um california is a beautiful state too but it's just being messed up um wow okay so you want to say that you want to yeah so the lieutenant governor who is uh kathy hochul hochul i don't know uh she's 62 and also a democrat she's going to take over as the governor until december 2022 so Oh, and she's the first woman to hold the post. Not like that matters. Uh, <laughs> she's probably just probably going to be just as bad, maybe worse. Uh, but it's, I think it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that they're like, this is the best thing for New Yorkers. It's always sketchy when they're like, it's the best thing. Yeah, New York it just is... has a bunch of sleazy cop politicians. Okay, it says interesting. It says... He is the latest New York politician to leave and scandal. Um, hmm. There just seems to be a whole history of this position. Well, it's not just this position. It's just the state. They just crank out nasty, nasty politicians. I mean, don't we all? But. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay, and I, this kind of frustrates me because it's, Cuomo also became the last powerful man taken down in recent years following the rise of the Me Too social movement against sexual abuse and harassment that has shaken politics, Hollywood, the business world, and the workplace. I just feel like we don't need Me Too. Hashtag Me Too. I mean, yeah, sexual harassment is in, is awful. Um, I, I just, I just feel don't like making. Like it. I feel like it makes it woke. No. Well, here's not well. You can take it to you can take it to an extreme. This is the problem that I have with it is that all the freaking celebrities are supporting it when Hollywood is like the capital of sexual assault and harassment. So, like, I don't want any woke dude wearing diamond earrings at a gala lecturing people because then it's always it's always too like. If you notice what kind of people in Hollywood have been taken down, like, oh, turns out they're, like, a horrible person, and they were, like, mean to one of their actresses when they were pregnant, and they're horribly sexist, blah, 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 blah. They're always the ones that are, like, manifesting, like, oh, I'm, I'm a woke feminist man, blah, blah, blah. Just, that's the image that they put out, and then it turns out they absolutely are just terrible human beings. Yeah. So I think that's just another hashtag for garbage people to hide behind and mm-hmm. i don't like it um i was uh there was a really good um interview with um uh ben shapiro and interviewed um jeremy boring in his sunday special on on the daily wire um and obviously jeremy boring is the guy that's behind all um you know he he's the i forget what his exact position is he's like the, the exact he's the executive yeah. producer uh-huh um, but he actually, he started out in Hollywood, but he quickly realized he was 
Um, I think he was pitching something and it was to someone in this big person in Hollywood. He, he had a lot of, he had good taste cause he didn't mention the name, but he said he quickly realized like what is like a sleaze bag the, the person was and mm-hmm. quickly realized that Hollywood was just like, it was not what he was looking for. So, which is kind of cool because he's kind of, kind of pivoted and, you know, he's taking, doing the political side, but then they're also bringing in, in entertainment. So, yeah. What do you think of all that? I don't mm. know. I think it is a cool way to take back, because we do need, we do, like, movies are great. Yeah. And entertaining. And politics is just a natural part of society, because we have to figure out how to live together. Ah, darn it. <laughs> I'm going to go off in the mountains sorry, myself. Sorry to all the introverts, but us extroverts need y'all, so. <laughs> so. Um, we actually need the brilliant ideas that the introverts sit around and think about and come up with. So I'm just saying, um, but anyways, all right. So (laughs) before Mary goes off in further tangents, (laughs) today's a tangential day. It is. No, today's not Wednesday. Wow. It's Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it is. Well, because reality exists. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. if y'all are listening, we're meeting you in whatever day you're listening to this in. Yes. So, be it a Tuesday or feels like a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Or feels like it should be Friday, but it's or, only Monday. Or feels like it's a hump day, but it's not even actually hump day yet. Sad face. What? It's oh, not sad face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, further, uh, further nonsense. Bleh. Yes. <laughs> Other nasty stuff that we have to deal with. Yeah, not we technically, but still, yeah, global we, universal we. Yeah, I'm a globalist. Okay, that was a bad Trump impression. Wait, what? <laughs> but uh, so we have so recently, a bunch of European countries have been instituting vac- vaccine passports. Um, the headline I was kind of calling attention to today was about the protests that have happened in Paris in response to it. So in France, the passes uh, are going to be implemented that they need them to enter cafes, trains, restaurants, other venues, such on so so forth. Basically, if you want to live, you have to have one of these things. Oh, and where, where did we get this whole show me your papers if you want to live like a normal human being? Where did we get this idea from? I'm trying to figure out where I've seen it before. Probably not important. Um, but yeah, so there's like thousands, thousands and hun- thousands and thousands of protesters. So there were over, there's almost 250,000 protesters nationwide and 17,000 in Paris protesting these passports, which are frankly just ridiculous because, like I said on the last episode, if you got the vaccine and the vaccine works why should you care if other people aren't getting it if they can't transmit it to you so it's just ridiculous to mandate something that should be a personal choice especially if you're like younger and you're more likely to like die of a shark attack or a car accident than covid so if you're younger you should be able to make an informed choice whichever that is and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also kind of like to point out, too, um, in this article, it talks about how they're largely peaceful protests, which is kind of crazy in juxtaposition to all the um, violent um, BLM riots and whatnot. And Because that went all, you know, not just in America, but in Europe as well. So mm-hmm. just saying, kind of interesting contrast. Yeah. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that video because it, it was literally a CNN video. It was like mostly peaceful protests and there's literally a burning building in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, guys. It's fine. You know, and it's interesting too. I mean, I feel like this is kind of, I think this should just be a sign for us Mer- Americans um, because I feel like we almost take our freedom for granted because, you know, we had Cuba who was, you know, using our American flag. Um, and then now it's, um, you know, um, there's a woman that's been cited, a Parisian who said 
that she protests the disguised mandatory vaccination as it's an incredible blow to their fundamental freedoms. Which is interesting because that's France. It's not like the the land of the free. Mm-mm. But still. It's, like, the, it's the, the land f- of the cowards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I'd actually be interested to see what ratio because I'm just trying to think of all the, like, the patriots and all the, the heroes that have gone before us and are still here and mm-hmm. are still fighting for our country. All the, I don't know. It's just all the people on the coast. <laughs> Maybe. Most of them. Mm. Um, let's see but you have rage I think so we're going to talk about it later but um, um, I mean I think we all value our lives and we want people like I I have a 92 year old grandpa Mm -hmm. I don't want him to go before he has to but I mean, I mean, we've also said before, if God wants to take you, he will. Oh yeah. I mean, because my grandma passed away coming up two years in October, and you know, my grandpa at that point was ninety-one, or I don't know if the math lines up. But anyways, he was he was old, <laughs> um, and he wanted to go out. With, he like you know they were married for like sixty-five some years, and he wanted to join her, and he just wanted to you know, but God is still having him here. So you never know. Yeah, you do. You do. So I don't know. What are the, oh, let's see. So there's, um, includes, what are the, so it says that includes Italy, Israel, and China, Mm -hmm. um, requiring vaccine passports. Um, well, that's really cool. There's this one report that I'm reading says that, um, at a protest in Paris, a man held a cross that translated, reads freedom is a gift of god so because it is mm-hmm. yeah definitely but no you must get this shot i was just saying earlier today i feel like common sense is no longer common anymore Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I, I mean well i don't know okay here's the thing okay if people are fighting against this stuff then they at least have the common sense so yeah it should be there should be more people because mm-hmm. there are some people that are like I don't understand why it's such a big deal. I'm like okay, well why don't you go live in your own little vaccinated town and leave me alone forever? Seriously. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It's like everybody and and it's okay. People are gonna be like, well, my body, my choice. What about the abortion argument? It's like no, that's a that's a human being. Well, it's a human being listen, that you're that's, gonna be. That is something that has a fixed outcome. The only outcome of an abortion is the baby dying okay and if you don't say you hypothetically you don't get the vaccine you might transmit it to somebody else might maybe okay you could also transmit something else that isn't covid that could that could just Mm -hmm. make them just as sick or yeah so but also that's mostly people who are saying saying like well i got my shot why don't you get yours and well if you got your shot you shouldn't care Mm -hmm. the end because even even if you know you're you're not supposed to, like it doesn't stop you from getting it supposedly it's supposed to help you like not have as many like serious side effects if you do get it so if it's not going to be as serious then you shouldn't care about getting it again yeah um and i mean even um i was just my sister-in-law you know she's you know um has said that there's a we we have a She's a 10-month-old, and there's a rise in RSV, which actually, um, the new new variant, mm-hmm. whatever, Delta, um, you know, there are cases of it, but it's, it's more transmissible than COVID-19, reportedly, but it's not as deadly. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of feel, you know, I think she has more merit to be more nervous about RSV than COVID-19, yeah. because, you know, RSV does have a lot of effects on babies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's trying to put things into proportion. So, um, and I, I mean, I do think that there needs to be more of a call to fight, fight for our freedom, not just here in France or not just in France, but here in America. So, um, cause I'm even, you know, reading reports of, um, by September, 
um, there will be a military COVID shot mandate. Mm-hmm. So um, troops will have to receive this. Um, and I've heard it's kind of going to be a vetting out. It's going to leave all the, you know, the troop. It'll take all the true patriots out. Um, and then we want to try and draft women. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. Yeah. And then even actually, that I mean, it's kind of sad. But um, they're also requiring um, at a seminary um, in Maryland, they're requiring um, the seminarians to receive a COVID-19 shot before the beginning of the fall semester, which I'm kind of like, they're not, they're literally not going to be with their families and not going to be around the elderly. Yeah, I know. So (laughs) they're literally going to be around each other. I mean, maybe you'll have elderly faculty, but I don't know. Also, hygiene also, like, if you're sneezing, cover your mouth and mm-hmm. wash your hands. You notice how, like, the government is like, oh, we care about your health. But not once have they told you to go outside. Not once have they told you to eat healthily. Not once have they told you that you should, you know, be getting your vit- vitamin D and all the vitamins that you need. Because guess what? They don't care about your health. They don't care about you. They never did. Stop pretending. Yeah. Wake up. Damn it. <laughs> well, and even I'm just so frustrated too because, yes, okay, I am all about being healthy and not getting illnesses that you don't need to, but also the, um, how does it say, the risk? Um, because there's also, you know, now that they're coming back, they want to, you know, Hannah said they want to have more control. But I mean, they literally, I have, I'm in a um, business group. And we have a nonprofit that supports um, people that are recovering from substance abuse addic- addictions. And, I mean, the um, the deaths that have been lost because of COVID, because mm-hmm. they didn't have the support that they need. Yep. I mean, it's just skyrocketed with, within the last year. And you want us to put us back there? Mm-hmm. These people are just recovering. This has been, like the, like, the worst year ever for this community. Well, and what, who's really affected by this more than anybody else is, is kids. And, like, suicide among, like, 10-year-olds has just went insane. So you mean to tell me that we're going we're gonna to lock the world down again, supposedly, over, over this disease that we, suppose, that we have a vaccine for that's supposed to work, plus all this stuff, and we're going to lock everybody down, and we're going to, you know, just be horrible to the, these children again and make them not see any of their friends when, they, when there's been, like, less than... 500 kids overall throughout the entire U.S. that have died of COVID. So, and it's not to say that their their lives didn't matter, but proportionally, this is not something that we need to lock down over, and it was never something we needed to lock down over. And also lockdowns don't work. Mm-hmm. But because government like control, government will take control if it sees another way to take control understand <laughs> i will say this in kind of like cl- um i guess closing fashion um i did i i wonder how people are going to take how much how seriously people are going to take it because i'd actually even told you earlier in the week i'd gone to um a gas station and i walk in and I, you know the front door it said masks are requested to enter and i walk in and i mean i was like I mean, I don't even, I actually threw all, I even threw my cloth masks away because I was like, nope, I'm done with all this stuff. Yeah, I was like, I just, and I walk in, I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to figure this out. I need, I need my coffee and I need some food. So, (laughs) um, but I mean, the, the, um, the police were not wearing a masks and most of the customers weren't wearing a masks. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people are just like disregarding it completely. They're just like just so done with it, but I—I I mean, I am seeing masks starting to pop up back up again. Like, but it's just smaller portions. It is depressing to see them pop up back up again. I kind of miss not having to see masks. Like, I want to see my kids' faces. Thank you. Also, I mean, I have friends that have young children, and like they're very careful where they take their children out because they're like, I don't want my kids to be used to seeing people with masks on. I don't mm-hmm. want them to think that's regular and normal. Yeah. Actually, a lot of my friends even started going to um, the Byzantine right around here because, you know, the the Roman, di- you know, the um, our 
our diocese here, we were, you know, there's a whole mass mandate for um, church. They didn't want their kids to have to deal with that. So they started going to the Byzantine rite. Um, which, you know, go that. Eastern rite. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, actually the, the, um, the pastor there, he is from um, Russia or, from, or Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, this is, this is not going to happen here because he's seen communism. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, he probably knows the signs of it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I heard you had a story for us that ties into sort of the current events type deal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Um, so our, our hot take is live like you're going to die because you are, in other words, memento mori, um, and I, I kind of had, like, a little, like, um, again, so I was, um, it's just been really busy with um, my, actually, my business got all official and registered, so that's really exciting. Um, but it's just busy trying to, um, I have some personnel changes with the business, and um, and then just a lot of family and friends, just a lot of stuff that's going on. It just keeps on ramping up. I, I told Hannah, like, I thought I had some balance and then things keep on getting added and, and it's, you know, not, you know, it's just a lot of blessing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really tired yesterday and I was not looking forward to the rush of the week. And I was like, how am I going to have the energy to do this? Um, prayer was really helpful this morning. Um, and then I was driving to mass and actually I looked over and there was like, it, it kind of looked like a, um, a pretty bad, um, car accident. Um, I didn't like, I didn't look too much into it because I was trying to get to mass, um, but there was like a paramedics and um, fire truck and whatnot. So I, I, you know, I prayed my Hail Mary, walked into church, um, and I guess quick to make a short story quick, um, the priest, he's really, you know, he's very reverent about the mass and always, you know, like he never diverges, um, but he came down from the altar. Um, the the they were saying they were doing the readings for the mass, and that he came down out out. um, off the altar grabbed one of our parishioners and pulled him out and was like what's going on um so then he came back in time to do the gospel and before he did the homily he was like yeah um just so you know what happened i was um one of our parishioners was just in an accident um and apparently the the car had flipped um and he was able to do an anointing of the sick but they were trying to get a hold of the father and that was the parishioner um so he yeah, so just pray for that because he wasn't able to say what the condition of the the parishioner was, uh, but he's I actually know him and he's pretty young. He's in his young twenties. So um, if you can pray for that family, because um, it was hard to read. But I've not seen my pastor is a very reserved priest and he was pretty choked up talking about it. So he gave quite the homily though. I will say <laughs> was very was very passionate. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Hannah. Can you do you have any thoughts before I go into my own personal car story? I <laughs> No, not really. I mean when God wants to take you, he'll take you. So mm-hmm. you, you can always pray for people. And some sometimes I like I like hearing somebody say like I think there was a priest who talked about like prayers for healing and there was like he was talking about this, like, I think it was a hockey player who had been severely injured and they were praying for his healing, praying for his healing. Uh, and then he ended up passing away and he was like, yeah, your prayers have been answered. This he's perfectly healed. Uh, just because he's, (laughs) just because you asked for the healing doesn't mean it's going to like physically take place. If you're, if you go and, you know, and unite with our Lord, you're going to be perfectly healed, which I think is, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think this morning kind of reminded me of just the value of my life and to not sweat the small stuff, which I think we could really, um, in our country and our world, we could really use this as a lesson. Um, that is really precious. Um, so I guess I kind of want to just, um, I don't know, I feel like things can some- sometimes, you know, it's been rainy here, so it's been kind of just gray all around. Um, so things can be gray, so I think it it's good to, and then just, you know, everything going in our culture, in our world. Um, and it's just good to remind, be reminded that God is present and alive and real. Um, so, um, obviously that seeing that accident this morning was the opposite of that, but it does remind you of how precious your life is and what a gift it is. 
and to, you know, remember the important things. Um, but just, yeah, I guess a quick story of, you know, if you're meant to go, you will go and just to just value every day. Um, so this was, gosh, actually this was just coming up. Oh yeah. This has just been over a year. I, I never actually even wrote the down the date. Um, but I was, I had, I was working at a, um, a publishing company and I was driving up, um, at this time and I was actually probably a little late, um, per usual. <laughs> um, and I was trying to bust a move to get up there. Um, and I, I got on the highway, um, and I, I thought like the car in front of me sounded like, um, a race car. I was like, wow, that's, that car is just really noisy sounding. And then it, you know, sped off. I was like, oh, that, that car is my car. And then mm-hmm. like my acceleration started acting funky and then I started sinking, seeing smoke. And I remember my mom had told me years ago, like, if you ever see smoke, pull over immediately. So I did. Um, I had just been on the highway like just a couple of minutes. Um, so I was able to pull over. Um, so I get out of the car, call my dad and I'm like, cause it's just kind of smoky at this point. Um, I call my dad. I'm like, should I, should I call the insurance or should I call 911? And and then also I was like, should I go to work? You know, whatnot. And he's like, yes, you should still go to work. <laughs> Such a father. <laughs> um, so then I was trying to reach my mom to kind of pick, to come pick me up. And then I was going to call the insurance. I couldn't get my hold of my mom. She was in with hanging out with her lady friends. Um, so then I, but then I quickly realized the smoke had turned into flames and then parts of my car were falling onto the road. And I was like, mm, I think I'm going to call 911 and not just the, the insurance. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just, yeah. And then I'd like there. to make a claim. My car is blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what the, that would have been funny if the tow truck pulled up and he'd be like, uh, what do I need a tow? Like you ain't towing this thing. <laughs> that actually be kind of funny. I do actually. Hands. Yeah. So, and then, then actually, so I called 911 and, you know, as I was, you know, while I was waiting for them, um, and actually I think just before I called 911, I had the prudence. I had like, um, a purse and a couple other things that I pulled out of my car, um, just in case. Cause I kind of just left stuff there. Cause I was just going to call my dad and I don't, I don't know. I don't know nothing about cars. So I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah. Um, and then it definitely, it quickly turned into a mile high, uh, smoke. It was like, it was flaming and it was hot, very hot. And actually there was somebody who's going, um, south on the other way and they like go out there with their glove. They, they go, woohoo, like party time. And I was like, are you kidding me? People <laughs> like, I really wanted this. Like I was having a great, great time. Um, it did look kind of cool. I will say that's for sure. Um, but yeah, nine old, the fire, I got two fire trucks and two policemen and it was quite the whole, you know, ordeal. I had to get away from the car. They actually eventually put me in the back of a cop car. So I will say that's my only experience ever sitting in the back of a cop car. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is, that because was, we had some things to talk about here. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I, I like fall. I, I mean, I always say rules are made to be broken, but those are just only like, you know, not those kind of rules. It's a, if it's a stupid rule. Yeah. Like yeah. what Nick Fury says. Sure. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're referring to. Wow. But. <laughs> I'll y'all to clue me in later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So anyways, um, my dad eventually came and they were, they were basically, they had to put out the car and it, but it, I mean, it pretty much, I, nothing was able to be saved from my car. Um, yeah, it was, it was. Except you. Yay. Yeah, yeah, I was saved, yeah. But there was, like, we had a lot of CDs in the car. I had, because I work out of my car, too, so I had my, my cowgirl boots. That was the saddest thing, because they were the best. Um, I had my running shoes. Ooh. I had my work shoes. I had my cleaning supplies, because I was cleaning home still then, obviously. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I lost a lot of stuff. So, um, luckily, one of my friends and clients paid for me to have shoes. She just gave me money. She wanted to be generous because I was really Aww. missing that. Yeah. Because running shoes, the, the good kind are not cheap. No. I have not replaced the cowgirl boots yet. So <laughs> I am, you know, one of these Don- days. Donate to Mary's GoFundMe. <laughs> I, I am living without them. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe one day I'll get it as a gift or something like that. Um, hint, hint. <laughs> uh, At yeah. Mary's boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. She doesn't want boots. She wants something else. Hey! Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Somebody else get her the boots. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so, to continue the story before Hannah, you know, continues on her uh, tangent. Sorry. So, anyways. Um... Anyways, anyways, single men, you can re- you can send uh, applications to the email address. So, Ew, shouts what? back at you, Hannah. What? <laughs> am, I, am I accepting resumes now? <laughs> well, I mean, you, uh, well, some some sort of qualification. Anyways, um, yeah. So my dad came. The fire was eventually put out, but it was obviously charged. My dad actually said because I actually never got close to the car after the fire was out. Um, but he said he went up and he saw where I would have been sitting and it definitely shook him. Um, and then I actually went to work and, um, actually funny story too, right before that all happened, literally I was pulling onto the highway and I was like, I really should consider trying to, um, you know, save up or like selling this car before, you know, I, so I can, you know, buy a new car. Cause I just have had so many fix, you know, I've had so much to fix so much on it and spend so much money. Um, and then I got more money from insurance than I would have from selling the car. So it was, God was like, here's, <laughs> so I was able to buy a new car that I actually had no troubles with within the past year. So that's been really grateful yeah. for that. Um, yeah, no flat tires on that car, knock on wood and other things. So really grateful for that. Um, but yeah, I definitely had a moment white waking up the next morning. Um, I, um, was going out to my clients and I was praying the glorious mysteries and I that first um uh mystery the resurrection I was mm. like and it was actually it was a beautiful day too like it was sunny outside and I was just like well if any of that had gone wrong I don't know if I would have woken up today yeah or how I would have woken up today if at all mm-hmm. like I mean because that was I mean that was inevitable how hot like how high that fire had gotten um so if I hadn't pulled over in the right amount of time um so yeah I don't know I think and I had actually just also for y'all I just did the I just done the consecration to Saint Joseph um nice yeah yeah so I definitely feel like um Saint Michael and Saint Joseph were definitely there protecting me and Our Lady um so y'all do your consecration to Saint Joseph (laughs) your life may depend on it (laughs) Perhaps. Yeah. So, anyways, um, God is definitely, I definitely remember in that moment, my mom at later was like, she's like, I can't believe you're not in a worse mood. I'm like, mom, I'm alive. (laughs) Also, I think one of my coping, my, my emotion that I could like, you know, for coping is humor and comedy. So Mm -hmm. I was just laughing. I literally, I was just uncontrollable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, any any comments on that, Hannah, before we close up from that? Oh, that's just, that's kind of funny. I mean, <laughs> yeah, not like funny, funny. Uh, but like, I think it's just interesting that we had uh, close calls around, like pretty close together. And well, I'll save my story for a later time. But just... That I had that same experience too when when that happened. I was like, "Dang!" I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm here. Uh, I'm apparently supposed to be here, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna keep doing what I am supposed to be doing, or at least trying to do. I think I'm supposed to be doing." And mm-hmm. <laughs> after after that happened, I I kind of scared my kids, and I was like. This is why you pray for your teacher. <laughs> and they were like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> but it it was it was cute when I told them that story because they were like, whoa. I was like, yeah. Like, God, if God wants you to go, you will go. And if He doesn't want you to, mm-hmm. He's He's gonna stop mm-hmm. anything that's gonna try and get you. But yeah, our guardian angels are working overtime there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I don't know. Sometimes when I think of my mentor and I think of death, it does kind of. Death is, I, if you ask me, like, what are one of my big fears? And I, I death is definitely scary. I'm not going to say, like, oh, embrace death. Like, death is, no, death is only the beginning of the, um, it's, I mean, it's our way to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to literally die so we can go be eternally with God. Um, so, but, I mean, this life, the life on this side is, is such a gift. And I just remembered that. And I'm just so grateful. So, um, I never take anything for granted. 
Um, I try to remember to be, you know, just um, not sweat the small stuff as much as possible, Mm -hmm. though I'm very human. Um, And so just a reminder, if you're just all, you know, I will say I I get frustrated because I get so in my head about stuff. I don't know if you're this way, Hannah, but it's just um, it's hard to see outside of yourself. Um, so just to remember, like, this is just a reminder that your life is precious. Don't take it for granted. Um, and, and just, just, just be level-headed about stuff too, because, you know, our culture wants you to be emotional. It wants you to be mad and stuff, which we, we are emotional beings, us women, especially. Um, for <laughs> <laughs> yourself, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, obviously your experiences are your experiences and whatnot, but, I don't know. God, God definitely is powerful and he is very, his hand is in everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember that very tangent, very, very rarely after surviving a car fire. So um, if you all have any stories of near death experiences <laughs> like ours, feel free to send them into the email. We love to hear from that. Yes. We love to hear um, from you. Yeah. <laughs> because I do think it shows, I always, you know, the, one of my favorite phrases is, um, the light shines brightest in the darkest place. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so true. I think we need to hear that God is real and that God exists and make it so inevitable. Absolutely. Because we are all so thick-headed. <laughs> At least myself. This so, much. Just this much. So. Yeah. Um, would you like to close us in closing thoughts and then the closing phrase? Or closing yeah. word? Well, I mean, I'm just going to reiterate the hot take. You... <laughs> Live like you're gonna you're gonna die because you are. In other words, if you want to be fancy with Latin, memento mori. So, go ahead, go out there, conquer the world, kiddos. I'm just used to speaking to kids, so that's what I'm gonna say. So go out there, conquer the world, and always remember that God is at your side if you keep, if you choose to keep Him there. We're gonna close with our Saint Catherine of Siena quote, which we actually forgot last week. Whoops. <laughs> we've had enough exhortations to be silent cry out with a thousand tongues i see the world is rotten because of silence keep on doing your doing your duty and serving god and we will see you next week all right now you're all loved bye bye thanks for listening to caritas christi if you'd like to write to us with hot takes feedback advice or advice requests, we would love to hear from you. Email us at caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. That's caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Thursday.